Oh, if, we got props. Yeah, if your team won, you you can join me with a victory cigar. Uh, <laughs> you smoke cigars. You're calling black and mild cigars. I'll be on now? the miles. I'll be on the miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. Shannon, this is very off-brand. Hold on, Joy. I'm just gonna Hold say, first I'm of all, tell you that. if your team did not score a point yesterday, please do not touch the victory cigar. I think you? I think by not smoking a black and mild, we're actually buy those me. at Rite Aid. <laughs> First of all, Skip, why you be on me on these miles? Because I be on these, I be on these miles of hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh, me celebrate. I be on the miles. If a frog had pockets, he would carry a knife, stab the snake before it ate him. If a frog had pockets, he would carry a knife, stab the snake. This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric recline. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, Jay, you ice, young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, mister. If you have did it, I've done it before. I had it, got mad at it, don't want to know more, a.k.a. if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be off the miles and at yet. You stumbled a little bit at the end, though. Yeah, it is all right. You fumbled coming out the background. I was on that, I was on that miles and that hen, though. Yeah. <laughs> and it's your man, Dame Go Wild, a.k.a. High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the pride of PA, the West Side Landlord, the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, the Husky Home Wrecker. I am Dame Going Wild. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode number sixty-eight. Nothing good comes from sixty-eight. Well, That's... in nineteen sixty-eight, um, OJ Simpson <laughs> was should... Juice born. Uh, no, he won the Heisman or some shit in sixty-eight. Really? That nigga's yeah. old as fuck. He's well, an antique. Out... Yeah, but shout out to the Juice. He's he's free this week. He'll be back in jail by Valentine's Day. Don't don't put that bad juju. No, I'm just saying. Don't put man. that bad juju on the juice, man. I'm free just, the juice. He already is free. You know what I'm saying? Valentine's Day and they can be back in the pokey. No, pause for the pokey because I heard he was getting protected by the gay guys. He got beat up Juice a is kind of old. I, I hear he's what you call a mule in jail. Uh, yeah. I don't want no details about that. I just leave uh, it. Just go use your Googles. Yeah, shout out to the juice though, man. Uh guess what? He ain't do it. Uh I I know. I know. I don't think he murdered them two people. I think it was AC. 
<laughs> and Juice just kind of was a accomplished accessory type of deal. Nope, don't think he did it. Um, you know, I did until like last year. Like all these years, I thought he did it. I, I don't even want to hear your conspiracy because you be on. That. And that, you know what I'm saying? I, he, he even wrote a book called "If I Did It" that never came out, but I got a copy of it, and he like explained it and shit. But I kind of I think I talked about this before on here. Yeah, uh, it's a documentary. Of this white family, and they are convinced that their brother killed Nicole Brown Simpson, and he just happened to be a serial killer, killing people who look exactly like that in that exact same area, and he met her a week before. Uh, so, I'm just I'm just gonna the say real this. killers. It's probably unpopular, so let me get the bell close. All right, I've been married before. I got an ex-wife, so Juice, if he did it, I understand. Oh shit! Uh, the thoughts and opinions. Of damn going wild, do At not me. reflect At the me. morals and the values <laughs> I mean, of Shop Talk Podcast. I mean, I get it. I get it. No. <laughs> yeah, how, I, how was your week, bro? <laughs> how, how, how was your week, man? Man, I had the craziest motherfucking week in the world. So, you know, I always talk about this shit on air that I'm a, a father, a parental figure, mm-hmm. all of that good shit. So, my youngest son, my 10 year old, got kicked out of school this week because he decided that he a fighter. This is like this is his thing. He took a gun to school. Nah. Out of all <laughs> weeks, he took a gun to school. Oh. He he liked to throw them hands. Okay. And that's that's just how he's been since he's been like really little at school. He just liked to fight and that's for the most part he's a sweet child. But he was having a rough day this week and he decided to fight in school and got suspended, which, you know, it's whatever. I'm used to the whole protocol. I know when you get suspended the next day, you know, you stay home for a day. Next day, I got to go to school with the teacher, you yeah, know, have yeah. a quick meeting. Then I get to dip. But now to his school, you got to stay with him for a whole day. What you mean? That means I was in fifth grade this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Can't no, man. Look, I forgot to bring it with me, but his teacher gave these kids a math problem, broke them up in groups of five, Yeah, gave them this math problem. I can't even tell you, like, honestly, how they arrived to the answer. Oh, so Take these listen. little niggas, like, 15 minutes, and I, I sit there with my calculator no, no. and try to do the math. But they do some new math in school. Now. No, don't worry about all that. There's an app. It's called PhotoMath. Download it. You point the camera at the problem, and it solved the shit, and then it tell you the steps it took to solve it. Really? It reads the problem. I wish I had that shit. I checked my ne- my uh, my my lung- my my nephew's homework with it because he they be having like a lot of problems or whatever. Like I can go through quickly, be like, yep, 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 yep. And if it's something wrong, like it tell you the steps of how you're supposed to get to it. So I mean, I guess you can technically use it to cheat, but you can actually use it to learn because if you don't know the actual I'm problem going with the left end of the spectrum, and using I'm saying though. But if they make up problems themselves and they want to figure them out, they can check it in real time. So it's pretty dope. Photomath, uh, they should probably sponsor this episode. Let me tell you something. I sat there with them kids and tried to do the math with them. I wasn't even fucking close with my answer. Couldn't couldn't even get get in the ballpark of where they was at. I'm not surprised though. This new math shit, like it's not. But that's what the teacher told me. She was like, "If you're not a, if you not like a teacher." She's like, you're not going to understand the new... She's like, we don't expect parents to be able to help them with their homework. And I'm like, good, bitch, because I can't. Like, I can't do shit shit with this. Yeah, I don't don't get it. They they don't do, like, the carry the one and shit. They be like, add this number with this number and make up another number and then divide them all and then come to... I'm like, what? 
they they did this weird number line shit with it to come come over to answer. I've been looking at. I'm a, I'm gonna bring this shit with me next week. I've been looking at this fucking problem. Post all it week. on. We'll post it on Shop Talk. Uh, couldn't even couldn't even get close Instagram. to an answer. So I had to stay in school with them all fucking day, and I mean all day. Your I'll, son got friends. Yeah, but I fucked all that up. You got to eat lunch with me, bro. So I thought I could dip out at lunchtime and maybe go. I mean, gra- what they gonna do? They gonna I, put you in detention? I would have had to take them with me. No, you you <laughs> got to stay in school. Like I I want lunch, so I decide that I'm gonna go. You know, since I got to stay there, I'm gonna have lunch with them. So I'm in the lunch line, and I I want tater tots and two slices of pizza <laughs> and, <laughs> and a chocolate milk, just like the rest of the kids. But I ain't got no cash, so I get up there with my debit card. It's a fucking elementary school, <laughs> so naturally they don't take fucking debit. <laughs> So now I'm holding up the line at the elementary school. <laughs> the kids start talking shit. Like, they, oh, this old man up here. They're, they're looking uncomfortably because I don't have no cash. All I got is my debit card. Now who who broke-ass daddy <laughs> is this in the line holding up the <laughs> So I got to ask the lunch lady, Do you, can I just put this on their the account? Yeah, don't they? And then, you know, I'll take care of it later. Why the fuck schools don't have debit cards? I never understand. Maybe because I mean, it's an elementary school. And they, they, should, they should have Apple Pay. Kids got cell phones. Not my kids. Can't have no cell phone yet. Why not? A little bit older. I'm gonna get my daughter one for Christmas. The 14 year old? Oh yeah, yeah. My oldest. He got. Okay. A, I, mean, I mean, that's how. He, I'm sure he out here uh, slumming in some young girls' DMs. Yeah, probably so. Getting he at the crib right now, getting ready for homecoming, getting his hair braided. What, when is homecoming? Tomorrow night. He, he, what time he got to come home? I mean, somebody got to go pick him up. He's 14. Like, he ain't... Nigga, if homecoming done at 11, I'm I'm outside. Like, bring your ass home. Like, he going to hang out with his friends, somebody drive. He going he gone with a young lady. He going with his girlfriend. But, like, no. I'm not taking y'all... Like, I've already told him, like, if your relationship is dependent on me doing shit, then you just ain't going to have one. Like if I got to take y'all out on no, dates I know and what I'm sit like, around, sometimes you know, with, like they got a, a group of them will go eat or some shit afterwards, and like, oh, we'll drop them off at home later. That's cool if somebody else want to drop you off, but I mean, if I'm dependent on like running you and your little, I had this long conversation with a uh, young lady friend around. It's just not gonna happen. Two of my lady friends and shit, I had a conversation with them as far as like they got daughters. Like, what's the respectable? Like, as an adult, as they are adults now, like, are y'all letting them spend the night out and shit like that? Nah, fuck Some, no. Yeah. One of them was like, yeah. One was like, no. I'm like, so for you, if you didn't have to pick him up, like, how? What his? what is his curfew? What what time he got to come 14, in? At 14, you ain't spending the night out, bro. I understand. I just want to know what the day going out curfew is. If homecoming ends at 11, you should be back in my house by, like, 11, 30, 12 at the very fucking latest. They want to go get something to eat. From where to fucking Coney? Friday, shit. Friday, something at two o'clock. It's a Saturday, and you got to have an adult with you. Like, I don't want to be involved in your dating life. So, eleven thirty is the curfew. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm just trying to get to the answer. At fourteen, eleven thirty is. I I tell you I'm honestly, not they should stay out I later. was I was a fuck up in high school. I got into a lot of trouble. If anybody knows a younger, like the Dame Gone Wild, y'all get on the podcast is a watered down version of what I used to be because I was in the shits. So I mean. Nigga, I had like a 10.30 curfew after I graduated high school because I was still 17 because I was doing dumb shit. I couldn't hang out late and shit because I was all like I was in the mix of everything. So, mm. I mean, he getting a little bit more leeway than what the fuck I had, but I don't need him out here fucking or getting like <laughs> an idea in his head that he need to 
that you got that you he, got time. He trying to match you, match your body count. And shit? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't even want. First of all, I don't even know what my body count is. I stopped counting back. Children. I'm talking about children. Not even. I don't even want them to get close. Yeah. Neither. Neither of my body counts. Yeah. <laughs> I. I. I don't even give people a real number when they ask me how many kids I got. I got between one and a hundred. Take your pick. <laughs> Children and fools. That's what God watches after. And depending on the day, I could be either one. Okay. So take your pick. All right, man. I know you had you um, you had some uh, some court stuff you had to do this week. Yeah, I did have to deal with court. Thank God for Oakland County for not hanging a nigga out to dry. The end. I got to go back to court again on October the thirty first. Like nigga, on Halloween? Yeah. Day before my fucking birthday. I got to go back to court. I'm going to clear my license, get all my shit up, clear up all my warrants. Because 2018, I ain't going to be out here dirty. I want to be able to ride around my pistol and do what I want to, blow weed in the car, and not have to worry about like going to jail. The Like, if I see a police officer get behind me, I know I'm going to jail. Like, just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I know I'm going to have to bond out or somewhere and get my car out of the impound. And I don't even want to have that feeling on me no more. So I'm going to get all my shit together. 2018, I ain't going to be dirty. I get that. I feel you. I'm nervous when police are behind me no matter what, and I'm 100% legal. I'm nervous because I'm, I'm always, like, I just don't want to go. Going to jail is an inconvenience. True. And I've been several <laughs> times. Shit is, just takes forever. And last time I went to jail, they, when they booked me, it took like damn near a half hour to get booked because they took pictures of all my tattoos. Like, I'm, I don't even want to deal with that shit again. They, they so. inconvenienced you for a whole 30 minutes, huh? They did. And I was ready to bond the fuck out. Like I don't need to be here. Excuse me, officer. Could you get could you get ready? Could, could you, you hurry up this shit on? Could you up? hurry up with this arrest? I need to do something. Like I've been arrested before. It doesn't take this long. <laughs> if you just pull pull my handprint down on the machine, I'ma pop up. Like I, I it's not gonna take this long. I've been here before. Go online and see if you can find your mugshots. Well, I got them all. I got all my mugshots. I just keep them like a collection. All right, man. So <laughs> um, I'm gonna frame them one day and just put a put a collage up on the wall. Do a uh, IG Snapchat thing, with Jiggy. All right, man. I'm it's like a Throwback Thursday, all my mugshots. Yeah. Keep swipe one of them swipe lefts. <laughs> yeah. So do you do you have to do you see the swipe left and swing because of the dots, or you just do it because you see somebody say swipe left? I just see the dots and I just know yeah. the swipe. I be feeling like I gotta put swipe left. But I know I shouldn't have to, but I be feeling like I got to. You think your followers are stupid? Eh, I don't know. Not all. Some of them probably. Maybe Not they. Maybe they be, it be. You know, you sc- scrolling fast. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll ask our. I'll ask our guest because she's a social media um, expert. Um, we got a guest in the building, and they bought gifts. Yes. And that's my favorite type. This of is guest. the best type of guest. Uh, when they actually come in, they are bringing gifts, and they're just cool people. Um, we have Miss Flaky Bakes herself in the in the building. I wonder if she has an intro. I don't have an intro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it as I was driving here. Like, I wonder if I was supposed to come up with a fancy intro, but I didn't. Nobody ever matches it, and that's our show. You know, it's like this. thirty minutes long. Yeah. Jay's is obnoxiously long. Hey man, <laughs> we got a lot of views this week. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We doing good. We doing good out in these streets. Um, so you know, I want one of these cookies because you Pikes. bought them up. Pikes. I'm sorry. So I brought you caramel apple and pecan pie, and I made you wait. So now you can try it. I don't like to wait. Like All right, so I'm gonna get one welcome. too because because um, it's my favorite. I have to watch you. I watch the reactions. I'm a creep. It's good as hell. 
<laughs> I'm a fat bitch just, <laughs> just smacking this shit in the mic, but it's good as fuck. You're like that lady that I keep watching where they do like the sound, where they like to hear people do things, and she like eats stuff. I was about to cuss. She eats things in the, micro- cuss. That's the, in the microphone, and I just saw a video of her today biting into a thing of lettuce. A head of, she ate the whole <laughs> head of lettuce. I'm not hip. Am I missing out? Yes, you're definitely I don't know if I missing, that you're out. missing out. But there's a lady on the internet, and people get off to her like, "What do you mean get off?" I think it's called ASM or something like that, AMS or something. Like niggas get aroused to her eating. She shit. eats pickles. She ate like this big ass pickle. That and be, that may, I can see why you get aroused if you see her. But no, it's not the visual. It's the sound that they like. Oh no, I don't. I don't want and that. And she's sound. like smacking all <laughs> into she the. Ate, she she was biting the head of lettuce like it was an apple. <laughs> she definitely was. <laughs> and I spitting it out. She's like eating this shit. Well, sometimes you know you shouldn't spit it out. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anywho, we have uh, a good friend of mine um, who I refer to as Douglas. Uh, I knew it was coming. Thanks, course. Daniel. As what? Douglas. So story. I have a nickname. My last name is Dowell. One of our mutual friends, Daniel, thought that it was Douglas. So my you name married? on no, my name on Instagram is Lr Dowell. He thought it was L.R. Douglas. So since then, everyone in our group of friends starts called. They call me Douglas. So it's been like 10 years or something like that. It has been a very like long time. When we first met her, like we knew her, but we didn't really know her from social media. We were like, yeah, that's uh, L.R. Douglas or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it stuck. Well, that's your name. Yeah, for sure. No, it's really Letitia, but I mean, are you going to get the pecan one now? No, no you're going to get really the. I fuck with pecans. Okay, just I appreciate it. Keep going for the caramel apple. That's the top seller. Flaky Bakes. Oh, that's that's exactly what we want to talk about today. Flaky bakes. Flaky bakes. Um, How long have you been baking? A little over three years. This shit is good as hell. Yeah, it is. That's why I'm on my second one. It's no shame in my shit. Yeah, I'm like. a, let me finish chewing. And then <laughs> yeah, the caramel apple is the top seller, and then sweet potato is the close second. I don't see any no sweet no sweet potato box. today. It's probably uh, my favorite. Sweet potato's your favorite? I thought it caramel between, apple was your favorite. It's like, it's, I love sweet potato pie. Um, I love the sweet potato. Sweet potato pie is hella overrated. What? That's because you don't have my grandmother making it. You haven't had flaky baked pie key. You haven't had yet. the pie key. Like, it really depends on who you have make it. I mean. Yeah, because that patty pie is not hidden for nothing. Uh, but. Oh. I'll have to bring you sweet potato and then we'll we'll you revisit will. we'll revisit this conversation. Uh the sweet potato, the caramel apple, and the um apple pie keys. The cinnamon apple roll? Yeah. Uh that was fire. Oh, and you made one and it had like um some cookies or um Oh the Oreo cookies and cream. Yeah. Man, that you sound fire. like two fat niggas right Hey now. man, it, it, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, pays the bills. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's great. Uh, so how long have you been doing the uh, making the pie keys first? Uh, June sixteenth, twenty fourteen, is when I officially launched Flaky Bakes. Oh, that was That's a, a touching day for you. Yeah, it was. Um, we talked about that off air. Yeah, that was a tough, tough, a tough day. That was Father's Day also, also wasn't it? Well, not the day after Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Day before, or I don't know. Anyway, but no yeah, matter. that's the day I started, um, and it's been a little over three years. A lot has happened. Uh, from the beginning of Flaky Bakes. Now, Jay didn't really give me a rundown of, of the guests this week, but I saw 
I did my Googles and I saw you on Steve Harvey. How did that even come come down? Yes, I was just on Steve Harvey's Thunderdome on uh, September 17th. I can't even tell you like how it happened. I randomly got an email on, I think it was July 17th last year from a casting producer. And she's like, you know, I found your your business online. And I'm like, how? Like, out of all the businesses in the world, how did you find mine? And that started the process. It was like three months of signing contracts. I feel like I signed over my firstborn. Um, I had to send over videos. I had to get um, release forms signed. I had to have stuff signed for my tattoo. It was ridiculous. But then I flew out to L.A. last October and filmed and then I had to keep the biggest secret of my life because I couldn't tell anybody for almost a year. And I won $20,000 to God grow my business. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Which is extremely dope. Um, so what happens is as in Steve Harvey's Thunderdome, uh, you have a live audience and they pick the winner. They're the customer. So they pick the winner. And I went up against a woman and her business was grilled cheeses. Jesus Christ. So it was a panini press that put the face of Jesus on your grilled cheese sandwich. Shut the fuck out. Hey, but you know, like in real life, like a few years ago, like somebody would like get a potato chip and they'll see like the white Jesus on the potato chip. And then they're like, it'll be on eBay for like thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And people are around the country, they're like surrounded somebody's purple house. Like, oh, shit, I got a, a grilled cheese sandwich and look like Jesus. So she made, I mean, it was a really, really white, uh, pro- I mean, it was a white product. Because I was like, where the black Jesus? Like, if you made me a black Jesus panini, you got to get the wheat bread. You And Steve <laughs> asked, he asked if it could be made on wheat bread during the interview. I'm like, uh, yeah. Um, so I thought that was that was the debut episode of Thunderdome as well, wasn't it? No. Uh, it had been on, actually last week was the final episode, so I was like the second before last. Mm. It's been on since June. Really? So I, this know, was the first season of it. I'm not the biggest Steve Harvey fan. No. Outside of uh, Family Feud, because that shit is fucking it's great. It's so hilarious. Like, that, I, I, can, I can take Steve Harvey and, and Family Feud. But, I can take him a lot better now that he took that lace front off. <laughs> I mean, let's just—we amongst family. Let's just call it what it is. He's yeah, been wearing that wig for years, years. And, and then I didn't even know. Um, but it's been a long process because I remember you, a while ago you said that you were going to be on the show on mm-hmm. the Steve Harvey show. Like that was like literally a long ass time ago, and I had no idea that it was like—I didn't know what the Thunderdome was or the whole layout or whatnot, and I definitely didn't know there was a contest and you was. So that's really dope. And I feel it was really, really, really exciting. It was very comforting uh, walking out and looking into the audience and seeing a lot of black people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty worried about that, especially being in L.A. So I'm not going to say that I just knew I was going to win, but I felt a lot more confident. Um, seeing a lot more black people there. Now, I was worried because the lady was pregnant. I was too. I and was I'm like, like really? Silly. Damn it, y'all going to put me against a pregnant lady? Yeah, she like, started then she started rubbing in. on her stomach trying with, to get... With, G- with a Jesus uh, cheese, ma- cheese yeah. sandwich maker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like a little sob. So I'm thinking like, hmm. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, the right person won. Uh, shout out to Jesus Christ. Is that really the name of this shit? Or are y'all fucking with? No, grilled. it's called grilled cheeses. Yeah, now, it's gr- clever. Now, for <laughs> I love grilled cheese sandwiches, like straight up. I got an affinity with grilled cheese sandwiches, 
It goes back from uh, my what? my grandfather before he passed away. When I was younger, he used to make us grill. He make me grill. Well, did you put the butter or did you put mayo on it to make the bread nice and toasty? I don't fuck. Who with puts mayo, mayo on? I've on. seen people put mayo like on the interwebs, and it makes the bread nice and golden brown. I don't do it. So I put butter on both sides. Uh, well, not both sides, but I put butter on the side. Put the cheese in the middle, put butter on the other side, and then put them on the skillet. And so the cheese helped get it grilled. So, look, I perfected the grilled cheese shit, right? But every time I make a grilled cheese sandwich, I'm reminded of my grandfather when we was younger, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, before he passed away. It was just me and him. I was the youngest. I wasn't in school. So every day we was just chilling. He had made me a grilled cheese sandwich. So I've always got this this love affair. Oh, so you would have voted for her. That's what you were saying? I don't. You would have voted for her because you would have thought about those memories, and then you would have then been I would have like, looked at that. I would have looked at and white. then Jesus on that bread. I, I looked at and white. then you would have been like, "Yeah, she got my vote." Grilled Jesus, sorry, Flaky Bakes. I looked at white Jesus and how, was I like, "No, white Jesus poison." Um, I got a tattoo of white Jesus. <laughs> That's unfortunate, my friend. <laughs> Why? Look, a little known Dame fact. Why would you? Why don't you go get a, a little I, I, curl on him? Or something? I was I was young. My Jesus was like he has Down syndrome. I might post a picture. On the internet, you're kind of you're kind of bright, so he probably looked like he probably. It's it's a running joke amongst my friends that I have white Jesus. He probably got Mexican Jesus. Nah, he definitely looks white. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. Oh wait, so you tried that pecan? What did you think? I did. It was good as fuck. Uh-huh. It was good as hell. I wish I had some milk. Uh, I'm gonna cook you a milk. You got some water. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need one because <laughs> now I'm on my third cookie and my mouth a little a little dry around the rim. Um, but uh, you said you you had no idea why they would email you. However, I've probably seen you on TV like twenty times. Well, uh, that's Detroit, though. Like, I have been on TV a few times in Detroit, but how they find me all the way in LA, though? I mean, affiliates, internet. little home business, and now I've been on national TV. So, I what mean, made you decide to turn Flaky Bakes into a home based business? I mean, because. You're just looking at you. You're a younger woman. I, I know that a lot of women, like baking is an art, and a lot of people just don't do not do it anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. I you see like a lot of older women, and I don't, wanna, I don't even want to tap dance into somewhere I'm going. But you see like a no, lot say, of- because I think you get that all the time. Yeah, I get it all like the time. Grandma's bake. Yes. It's actually something I'm trying to see if I can brand with, because one, it's how are you a baker? You're not fat. And it's like, what the fuck? Or you're too young to bake. And it's like, it's a stereotype. Yeah. So, like, yeah, grandmas, no, I'm 30. I'm young. I have a bakery, a baking business. But I think a lot of younger people that bake, it stems from, like, an older relative. Like, for me, my grandmother was a baker. Um, she baked pound cakes. So um, I didn't learn to bake from her, but it's something that I did kind of because of her. Yeah. So, I mean... It comes from the older generation, I think. But, I mean, you like them. They're good. Yeah, I mean, I have good. a followership. So, I mean, I, I think I'm doing a pretty good job at it being a I'll younger. i at least and one more before I leave. <laughs> oh, we, we, we knocking Y'all this whole box, that whole box off. Oh, okay. It's, it was uh, 13 of them for you. Yeah, that's a baker's dozen. Mm-hmm. I learned that. You know what I'm saying? The baker throw an extra one in there. Mm-hmm. They teach you that in school, too. Uh, not in DPS. <laughs> I don't think I learned that in DPS either. Um, but uh, you've cultivated a, a, quite a social media following. 
Yeah, I think a lot of my business comes from social media and then those TV appearances I do. I used to be a TV producer, and I think it goes back to, like, never burning bridges. Mm -hmm. Like, my old boss from Channel 4 was the first person to put me on TV. I did a Tasty Tuesday segment um, in October 2014, and that's kind of what launched the business um, and what started it all. I remember, like, people always call while you're still on TV, and it's the funniest (laughs) thing to me. Like... They don't wrap their minds around the fact that it's live and they're like calling while you're still on TV. And it's like, I can't answer the phone. I'm still doing this interview. <laughs> like, or uh, Clarence, sorry. Yeah, like, uh, hello. But it's it always goes like that. Like whenever I go on TV, I get a surge of like inquiries and I, I'm a one woman show. So I'm usually like staying up until like three o'clock in the morning baking and then going out and making deliveries and then coming back home and doing it all over again. And hopefully this money and don't ask me for five dollars because I don't even have the money yet. And everyone's asking me for like I bet. money. But hey, once I, exactly like, hey, let me hold something. No. But once I get the money, hopefully I'll be able to grow out of my home kitchen and into a commercial kitchen so that Pikey's can be in like coffee shops and I can ship. That's dope. Because a lot of the requests that I got from the show were from out of state. So, so how did that? Being on the show, I know that you your followers probably jumped up a couple thousands or thousands. Not, not thousands. I hope that it would. I mean, I got an email list that has a thousand people in it now, and I didn't have one before, so okay. that's good. Um, the website got like four thousand views in maybe a day. Okay. From the show, um, I got a hundred emails of people that want pikeys that are all over the country someone sent me an email from barbados which i thought was pretty cool Mm. um and then i got a lot of phone calls so again while i had a viewing party while i was at the viewing party and watching myself on tv the phone started ringing and people were calling great turnout for the viewing party i was so shocked by how many people showed up it was a lot of food we had to pay for (laughs) (laughs) and um you know I knew you were going on the show, but I had no idea that it was a contest. And then I'm like, well, damn, wait a minute. She can win money. And I'm, I'm just looking around like, well, shit, I wonder if she won. And then when you won and everybody, like, screamed at the top of their lungs. And everybody the whole, was screaming. The emotion and everything. Like, that was just like. Oh, yeah, I cried on national TV. I mean, you win something on national TV and I mean, it comes with. Comes with a couple dollars behind it. I'm sure the tears will start. Falling I watched down. some of the episodes and I was the only person that cried. I'm, like, I'm up here for real. I'm not trying to be TV famous. I want to get this off the ground. Yeah, it's and not... I'm still waiting on Steve to hook me up with his son that he was talking about. But you I seen mean... his daughters? Yeah, I've seen the daughters. He may. I don't know. If Steve got the best bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But you know, between him and his wife, it's like eight kids. Which wife? The last one, oh. the current one. Yeah. Follow the money. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Follow yeah. the money. He was inviting me to Thanksgiving dinner. I'm trying to. You should have went. You know, hmm. Trying to get in on that. I mean, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Yeah. I mean, if you play the, you know, what was our, uh, the cuffing season rules, right? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It started on the first, right? It did. I need to slide in his DMs. He's a little young, though, but I mean, hey. He, he, got, he got the funds. <laughs> or access to them, at least. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let me get that water. Um, Thought you were looking for another pikey. I'm definitely gonna get another pikey. I need that. Uh, I'm trying not to be the fat nigga and, and reach for another one. But no I mean, judgment. Go ahead. You, it's your first time. It is, and that's so good. God, um, <laughs> and I know Jay gonna put this video all over. I, and I was just talking about being a vegan to my birthday. 
<laughs> not, oh, and I just made an awesome vegan oh, meal. I could have brought it some. Brought some for you. You're so gross. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to stay vegan to my birthday, but I guess you're right. It's not me. But I, it's not me. I did have to use a uh, egg, an egg wash, but it's only a little bit. Um, so, be okay. what kind of um, holiday thing you have in, or, in, in store for um, Flaky Bakes? So I know. Uh, she always takes care of me around the holidays. I always got like a special order. I want to do something. Well, I need something special for somebody. I'd be like, listen, this is what I need. And she hooks it up. Just remember one thing. Shop Talk Podcast is a two-man show. Okay. So <laughs> what you do for Jay, you can do for Dad. Well, I told you I'm bringing you the sweet potatoes for you to try. Okay. I have to What about the weed fan. brownies? I don't make brownies. I make pikeys. We can, we can work saying, on it. I'm trying to b- I branch off. I did make a brownie pikey, though. So oh. maybe we could work together on that. So all you do is just the pikeys, no yeah. no straight pies? No. Not yet? Not, Not yet. possibly? If I get a bakery, possibly. So what ty- What area are you looking to possibly open up your bakery in? You want to stay in the city or are you trying to? Well, I live in Farmington Hills now. I would really like to be in the city. I would like to be downtown, but, I mean, we know how that goes now. Rent mm-hmm. crazy downtown. Exactly. Uh, Grandmont Rosedale is a really good neighborhood, too, mm-hmm. so I've been looking into that area, but we'll see. That would be dope. And I, I, w- I would imagine that um, if, we can fi- if you can figure out, like, a way to ship, like, that probably, like. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the goal. Once I get into the commercial kitchen, um, using the money for packaging so that I can ship. And then um, going from there. So that'll be like the next big step. I'm trying to get into a commercial kitchen before Thanksgiving so I can take advantage of the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And then go from there. We need Steve to hurry up and make sure that wire transfer clear. Yeah, I know, right? Where is the money? It's Do my they... money and I need it now. <laughs> right. Do they tax that? Like, No, fuck. I have to pay taxes on uh... it. Yeah. Well, you know, we gotta, we gotta figure out a way to help you wash that money. Yeah, because I've been <laughs> no taxes. I, I've been washing. <laughs> well, legally, I've been, I've been, I'm in legal. I mean, it's business expenses are right off anyway. True. Um, so I'm, I write a lot of shit off. Uh, legally. Nigga, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So where can I uh, get information on Flaky Bakes? Flakybakes dot com. Uh, same name on all social channels at Flaky Bakes. If you want to order, you can uh, shoot us an email, info at flakybakes.com. And delivering in the metro Detroit area. Metro Detroit area. There will be pickup locations soon. You can't, I can't be out here still delivering. And people just saw me on national TV. I might come up missing somewhere. Right. They, they, <laughs> they trying to get a delivery so they can get your number. And shit. Man. Like, pull up on me, please. And it, people are so friendly when they see you on TV. It's like they think they know you. Like, I remember I had a delivery out in like West Bloomfield this lady this white lady came to the door in like her robe it was in the morning and she's like oh let me go get my purse just come on in uh just come back here to the kitchen and I'm like I'm about to die like what is going (laughs) on here and she was just extra friendly like getting her wallet and talking to me about her day and it's like you don't invite the Domino's pizza delivery man into your house um, you see that's a guess that's a good thing technically some so like when they saw you on the news right they watch these news people every morning. They feel like mm-hmm. they know the newscasters. And if they have vetted you yeah. and they like Steve Harvey, 
because he has, what, 20 shows on TV on every network. Yeah. So they figure, oh, if she's been vetted by these people, she's one of the family. It's definitely how it is. Now I had a black family, like, invite me in, and they were trying to, it was around Thanksgiving. They were cooking. They wanted me to try their desserts. They wanted to send me home with the whole cake. I'm like, oh, another okay. another business proposal. Like, so if we can propose, you add. <laughs> like, do you want to add cakes to Flaky Bakes? Flaky Bakes Fla- and cakes? Flaky Cakes. Right. Yeah. I'm going to trademark Flaky Cakes just in case. See? Look. It's for you, though. It's for you, you gonna give it to me, Absolutely. or you gonna keep it? We'll we'll let you license it. <laughs> <laughs> That's dirty. <laughs> what if I give you Pikes for life? I'm down. Sign. What 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 paperwork? <laughs> Sign it. Right we gotta now. get flaky cakes first. <laughs> hey man, I really do enjoy flaky bakes, uh, and I tell people about it all the time. So hey I man, I just shoved down at least four cookies, and there's nothing in me that wants to stop right now. <laughs> Uh, I think everybody should go follow Flaky Bakes on Instagram and Twitter and go to FlakyBakes.com and see what all the hype is about. And if you got on demand, go check out the Thunderdome. Episode 12. Episode 12. Um, I'm the first one, so you don't have to, like, worry about when I'm coming up. And you were very comfortable on the show. Funny Thank you. As well. Thank I think you. that was pretty cool. Were you nervous? No. Well, I'm. yes, I was. I was nervous until I saw what her product was. <laughs> I'll be very honest. Like, I remember being in my dressing room, and I was in there for, like, five hours doing nothing. I was, like, listening to DJ Khaled and gospel music, like, going back and forth. And then it was time to go, and I remember right at the stairs, right before I walked onto the stage, I was so nervous. I was, like, almost in tears. And then his hype man was, like, on the stage because I was the first one after the lunch break. Mm-hmm. And his hype person is out there getting the crowd energized. And then he comes out and they're like, okay, you got to go out there and you got to have high energy and engage with the crowd. And it's like, as soon as you get out there and you see all those people, you kind of get comfortable. But I kept like messing up. So they cut a lot out of my portion. And it's mm. funny to see it because when I went to like shake Steve Harvey's hand, my hand slipped. <laughs> and I only grabbed like two of his fingers okay, when I, I went to shake say, it. I thought you were about to say something else. Oh, like I grabbed something <laughs> or touched something? No. But, and he was like, wait a minute, that's not how you shake hands. And he did it again, like the right way. And he was like, I thought you were trying to throw up gang signs or something. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just nervous. Or like, if you watch the show, he calls me out because I stepped on the platform I saw. too soon. That was funny. It, I was just, it was, I was nervous, but you couldn't really tell during the pitch part, which was good, but all the other times I was nervous. Well, they, they, they edited it perfectly because you seemed really comfortable up there. Um, y'all had a nice little banter. I'm like, check, check out Douglas up there. Check her out. Douglas again. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Say yeah, phone. it was fun though. It was a fun time. A lot of my friends sent me messages like you actually showed emotion like that you care about things because I'm usually really nonchalant and they're like and then you cried like who are you like what is this but it was a good time well I'm glad you won I'm glad you represented and um we wish you nothing but the best yeah you don't have to uh come back and fuck with us and bring us more things and (laughs) (laughs) definitely will all right if one last time give out your social media at Flaky Bakes. And if you want to follow me too, at LR Dow. D O W E L L. Not LR Douglas. <laughs> Not LR Douglas. Uh, all right, man. <laughs> now for a break. All right, man, we back. Um, shout out to. 
Flaky Bakes for stopping through. I'm full as fuck off these Pikes. Pikes was good as fuck, a, man. I done had at least five. Yeah, man. Um, I usually get two dozen because um, like I get some for a gift or something for someone, but I'm not gonna not eat them. It just yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I, I double up my order. So shout out to her. Um, all right, man. So let's uh, start unpacking all the all the bullshit that happened this week, man. Biggest bullshit is what happened this week in fucking Las Vegas, man. Well, we, we'll say that one for we'll say that one for last. Really? Yeah, because that was the most serious of the joint. Let's talk about uh, uh, Puerto Rico and Trump. Oh, when he was out there acting like Kobe and tossing that paper towel out in the crowd, man. Say how Puerto Rico fucked up the budget. A national, a, a natural disaster fucked up the budget. He and it. <laughs> So the thing about this joint is like he's saying like y'all messed up our budget. Like they not us. Like they they American citizens too, man. Yeah. Like it's not like that's not a different country. Like we own like they are uh, that's a US territory. I don't think he understands that fact. You know, being that he came from the business world and just jumped straight into politics, you know, I think people or the people that voted for him thought that was going to be like a refreshing thing. Like, but it's not. If you don't know shit about politics, about policies, about being fucking diplomatic, you're going to fuck shit up. I mean, if you don't know shit about people, you're going to fuck shit up. Like, you assume because someone was quote-unquote good in business, you're going to be good for the country. Now, what's good for the country is somebody who's good with people, who's good with finances and good with people. You do what's best for the people— and the business. You take care of the business needs. You take care of the, the, the personal needs. You just can't be business minded. And the nigga not that great of a businessman. No. You know what I'm saying? But I just thought it's, it's, just, it's real dismissive how he went up there. First off, this whole thing is a joke to him. Last week when he was uh talking shit to NFL, the NBA, like you don't really care. You just starting shit. And then you go over there and do like a little comedy routine and shit because he was laughing when he tried to com- – when he compared – Said how many deaths you guys got? What sixteen? Like this is not like a real, like in a real natural disaster like Katrina. I mean, we we we're talking about literally sixteen versus like thousands. Like he was doing like a routine or some shit. Like you're not funny. Uh, I don't even think he's trying to be funny. He just does. He he just doesn't have tact. I mean, like the reason I say he like having fun and funny because like when you like you got like a little smirk on your face while you shooting baskets with with paper towel to people in the in the not even bounty he got the cheap cheap ass dollar store he shit like, he throwing out at people. I get these I get these little niggas something let me throw this out there like nah y'all Kobe. said y'all said I was y'all said I wasn't no very I wasn't doing nothing I wasn't giving back here take that take that take that like come on dog he don't he don't take his role as president serious and this is what I always tell people when I when I speak about my political views, you're entitled to vote whoever the fuck you want to vote for. Trump has been in office, or 45 has been in office, what, about seven months now? Eight? If you can look at me in my face and tell me honestly that you feel that he's done a good job in the eight months that he has been the president, the commander-in-chief of the United States of America, you're a fucking idiot, plain and simple. Uh, true that. At me, fight me, see me in the street, say something to me, you're a fucking fool. Um, you're a dummy, you're an idiot, and you're very short-sighted um, because you got to think long-term. Long-term, you couldn't think this was a good idea. No. You couldn't. Can you, you imagine three more years of this shit? We may get seven. Nah, he's not going to hit, hit a second term. We said we want to go hit the first one. He's definitely not getting two, bro. Based on who? The Democrats got to cook up, cook up somebody. Get Oprah and Gail to run. 
I mean, that shit's out. I mean, I don't know that he's not going to win if, next time. If 45 can win, Oprah and Gail can win. Plain and simple. Oprah and Gail not white. No. They're not rich white men. No, but. I mean, that's that, that TV shit is cool. We watch them on TV and we always say shit like that, but. I right, get get Michelle and Oprah tomorrow. Michelle could probably could probably run. To be perfectly honest, she could probably win. Not even run. She got to win. Yeah, she can probably she probably could win. So I'm saying, like, I don't I don't see we gonna get seven years. Not because I just think that she's some great political mind or anything like that. I'm, that's not and that's not a knock to her. But like, I think she has the poise, and I think she could do it. And I think she probably is a political mind and will put together an incredible team behind her and she could be the president. So I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that. Um You don't want to see Stedman be the first husband? Well Stedman gonna be the first nigga. First on the side, side nigga. Right. <laughs> first um, side nigga in the White House. Uh who whose man's is this? Has to go to Geraldo Rivera this. Oh man. Fuck Geraldo. Um he goes over there. I'm 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 upset because everybody's being very dismissive to the mayor over there in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um everybody's being very dismissive because she's over there saying, like, we need help. It's been over a week and you just get here. Like we're not getting the, the resources and things that we need. We need help, we need assistance, people are dying. So Gerardo goes over there being an asshole. Talking about, I'm over here and um, don't see anybody. I, 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 I don't see where I don't see people dying. Where are all the dead people? Oh, Jesus Christ! Well, one thing you don't understand, Mister Geraldo, dying is ing is ongoing. And when they said this is my Katrina, and and they were like, well, this is nothing like Katrina. Well, to them, is you can't tell me this is not their Katrina because this was a hurricane. And my infrastructure has been wiped out by water, by rain, and by storms. Now, if you want to just count death toll, no, I'm talking about what's actually happened. And the difference is between Katrina and Puerto Rico, with Katrina, I have somebody that I can send you to Texas. I can send you to Houston. I can send you to Atlanta. I can send you to these places. Puerto Rico is a fucking island. Ain't nowhere for you to go. You still stuck there. There's no way to, to get resources to you quickly. So when I'm saying we need help, we need assistance, we're not giving what we need, that means it. Dying means that I got some old ladies um, who ain't, have, ain't had dialysis in a week. No, they're not dead right now, but in two weeks, guess what they're going to be? Dead as fuck. Yeah, so they are in the process of dying. If I have infants in the hospital who haven't ate in a week, who don't have clean water, I don't have electricity, no, they're not dead right now, but they are dying. So the mayor... Out there in the water helping people out. Now you could say she can do it. I heard people saying she was doing it for a photo op. No, nigga, I'm out here in the waters physically helping my people out. Waist deep in shit infested black ass water. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's just very dismissive from him to just come out here and be like, well, I don't see nobody dead. You, you, oh, you're overblowing it. Oh, take a look around. Like, I didn't make this shit up. I didn't, I didn't bring a hurricane. Like, this is not something I fucked up. This is natural disaster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So who man is this, dog? You don't come I don't see nobody dying. I do see somebody dying. You and your fucking career, Geraldo. I fucking hate that man. Hate is a strong word, my nigga. 
You gonna stand by it? I you gonna double down it. on it? I've never liked him. He only had one. The only one time that Geraldo was halfway decent is when he was fighting the KKK on the show, like years and years ago. I remember when they got his shit bust open by the Queen. And that kind of in that that was his over for the under kind of endeared himself to quote unquote black people because you fought the KKK. So by default, we think you with us. But everything thus far after that has been the exact opposite. You don't got no support for us. Fuck that nigga. I'm I'm cool with co-signing that. Are we gonna talk about Vegas or do I do I get my music pick for the week now? Yeah, we can go to music pick. Okay, so my music pick for the week is a nigga that's near and dear to my heart. One of my favorite rappers right now, my nigga Big Crit. About to drop that double album. Forever is a mighty long time. Dropped two singles this week. Confetti really didn't move me, but the second one he dropped is my music pick for the week. Keep the devil off. Dope. Yeah. I, I, I love Crit. I like Crit a lot, man. I really do since uh, the return of Forever. Um, I like Crit a lot. I don't know about a double album. That's too much music. Um, Maybe it's not. I don't want to listen to like 30 songs right now. I don't know if he's going to I think you should 30. probably drop one. Like two weeks later, dropping like in, in quick succession. I don't know how double. I don't know who knows. I'm still gonna listen to it regardless. Yeah, and I'm what's what's wrong with dropping a double? I think, but now that I think about it, it is smart because how streaming goes, you get more streams in a short amount of time with a double album because people are gonna give it a listen through. I think the impact of a double album has been lost now that music is not necessarily in a physical form. Like when you bought All Eyes on Me two CDs, like you listen to. What's your favorite? What was your favorite one of the two? You know what I'm saying? When Ready, when Life After Death dropped, it was two separate CDs. I mean, it was it was distinguishable. Yeah, like, I would rather you drop two separate albums. So at least I got I got to cancel out my iPod and go to somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I got to go because right now I'm just gonna listen to this long ass playlist of 50 songs or whatever. But I mean, if it's good music, it's good music, and I fuck with Crit so. Shout out to him. Yeah, so that's my music pick of the week, Big Crit. Can't wait till the album drops. You know, Crit's first mixtape, that King Remembered in Time, I remember I didn't really fuck with it for a while because I just, you know, I am I was biased with my rap music at the time. And I remember a homeboy of mine put me up on the mixtape, and that song was something on the first mixtape, man, that shit used to talk to a nigga. So I've been a fan of Crit since then because the music just kind of connected with me. He's still dropping good music, good music consistently. I'm not sure if he's still on Def Jam or even nope. even in, if today you really even need a label to really put out quality music at this point. No, he's Labels off Def Jam. Yeah, he's off Def Jam, but uh, he you know he's still on 100 percent of his publishing and everything. Good deals, man. You don't need no, you don't need no major label backing you no more. No, nah. I mean unless you you gonna up the money for my worldwide tour or something. Besides that, which just sign a management deal with Rock Nation and be out there. You know what I'm saying? I need somebody to work on some deals behind the scene. But other than that, I'm out here working. Yeah. All right, man. So let's go ahead and get into this Vegas shit though. So I'm a, uh, since you are the conspiracy realist, I'm going to mm-hmm. let you jump off into this first because I know you got some strong opinions about it. We talked about it a little bit off offline, but uh, there's some shit that we don't that don't make sense to me. Yeah. Well, first I'm just going to start by saying this. It's a fucking tragedy. It's a tragedy. You know what I'm saying? Because whatever happened, whether what they're telling us in the news is the truth 
or what we believe is the truth. Like there are people dead, and that's just plain, the plain and simple of it. Yeah, there are definitely people who who lives have been impacted um, by this tragedy, and I can't do nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, thoughts and prayers, you know, saying to them. Um, for me, this was a little weird for me because. Like I said, I work midnight, so I'm up. Somebody sent me a text at like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning with the link to what was going on in Vegas. This was after it was already over, but everybody sleep around this time. So I started watching live at about 4 o'clock, and I'm watching CNN. I'm, I'm watching all the reports. I'm looking on Twitter, checking tweets, pictures, and shit like that, right? Right. All the pi- pictures and shit was from media sources. They wasn't pictures from like regular people, by the way. Um, and about four o'clock, our time is about one o'clock their time. I think this shooting happened around 11 o'clock or midnight or whatever. So it was like an hour to two hours after the, the event took place. Right. Um, the police get on stage, you know, have a little press conference. He said, everything is taken care of. Like the, we got the scene under control. He's saying residents don't come down here and help. We got everything under control. We don't need you helping. We need to know who's who, blah, blah, blah. He also said that currently there have been 26 injured, I mean, 26 people injured. Out of those 26 people, two of them are dead and 24 of them are injured. It's about two hours afterwards. You know what I'm saying? And the story was two killed, 24 injured. They said they engaged the suspect in the hotel room and put him down. This is what they said initially. Um, about an hour and a half to two hours later, the entire story and the narrative changed. It's 20 dead and 50 injured, um, and the gentleman took his own life. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, that's a that's a big jump. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then the next morning, about 8 o'clock, like when everyone's woke and everybody's seeing, it's 58 people dead and 500 injured. I'm like, hold on, dog. Now, I, I definitely get that. There could be people who were injured who didn't pass away a little bit later. But two hours after that shit is over with, 24 and 500? Oh, that's a big fucking difference, dog. Yeah. Like, this is, I, I'm not making this shit up. I recorded all the, you know, shout out to uh, iPhone uh, screen record. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I recorded, I watched a lot of shit live. And once you once that live portion is over, the story changes and you can't go back to the video because they're not gonna replay the shit. You know what I'm saying? I watched Sandy Hook live too, and saw them take three people and put them in the police car that was in the woods. That's neither here nor there. Uh, I watched that shit live on. Sandy. I'm just trying to be here next week, man. Let's, uh, let's not start that. Yeah, but what I'm just saying is, I'm like that's a big difference, right? They also said my man was shooting with like a, a 243, which is a belt-fed machine gun, an actual machine gun. Um, from the 80s, and we shoot 7.62 rounds. That's the caliber of the round. It's like an AK-47 around. Uh, it's a big fucking round. Yeah. And I saw a video of, and heard audio of the shooting, right? And the shooting was going on for a long time. Not like the entire joint, but like when the sprays, it was like consecutive, 10, consecutive 10, 15 seconds. And it also sounds technically like it was multiple shots in, in, the, in, in the video. That's what it sounds like to me. But I'm like, well, damn, if I'm listening to that sound and that many people, like, that's not like no AR-15 or some shit. I got a few of those. I make them. 
I know I built it myself from scratch. I know every piece, every part. I know how the gun work, how it sound the whole nine yards. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not an AR because you'd be out of ammo by now. Even with a hundred round drum, you would be out of ammo by now. Like you got something else. You know what I'm saying? I'm like all right, well maybe that's how he was. He got you know what I'm saying so many people. I'm like, well, damn. Well, how the fuck did he shoot through the window? Like, you know what I'm saying? Those windows are hurricane-proof windows, and even if you hit the bitch with a hammer, you're not gonna break. You're not gonna shatter the window. You might bust a hole in it. Yeah. So, I mean, you can shoot through a window. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, well, damn. You first, you had to start just shooting at the window to get through the window. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you go, and they say it was Long Gunman, 32nd floor. Chilling out a window and just shooting. He did all this shit by himself. Didn't set off no alarms. They no smoke that, detectors. The nigga shot for 10 minutes. How you shoot for 10 minutes and still have something to shoot? Because I'm getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. 10 minutes is a long time, dog. I know that me and you have grown up in Detroit most of our whole lives, so we're not unfamiliar with gunfire. When you hear guns going off, typically crowds tend to you get the fuck spray. down. You get down first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You try to get your wits about you. We're try and figure out where the shots are coming from and then you get the fuck on. Ten minutes? That's a long time, man. Yeah. And one general because like you 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 are you are stationary. I'm in this window and I'm looking out at the crowd as at the the, the little festival and shit, right? So it's not like I'm walking around for ten minutes. Like I I'm in one place in one central area, and I'm shooting down. And ten- all the 500 people in t- 10 minutes. Well, I always feel semi-automatic guns are built to take out things quickly. Well, no. I want to get this. this, this w- what semi-automatic means is you pull the trigger one time, one bullet goes out. Damn near, besides a revolver or like a shotgun, Everything is a semi-automatic. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the media would say, well, they got a semi-automatic weapon. Nigga, you pull the trigger one time, one bullet comes out. I mean, police officers carry semi-automatic weapons. Um, Your grandfather's hunting rifle is a semi-automatic. You pull the trigger one time, one bullet comes out. Automatic is like you pull the trigger one time and that motherfucker just keeps shooting. You know what I'm saying? That's that, those aren't on the streets. I don't give a fuck what the TV tells you. You know how much it costs to get a fucking fully automatic weapon? About twenty four thousand. Like I'm not bullshit. Like it is that expensive. So so this is not like no no street kid is about to pay you x amount of dollars. You know what I'm saying? When they can buy an AR for damn near the same price of a PlayStation. Yeah. So like no one is running around here. With a bunch of fully automatic weapons, I don't care what the TV tells you because it's just not true. Tell lies to your vision. <laughs> it's just not true. But um, long story short, man, I don't believe this shit played out like they said it. I saw a video, the video that everybody saw with the gunshots firing or whatever and people ducking. And in the background, the camera's tilted. And, and and frame whatever, and you see the Mandalay Bay, where the where the where the bullets coming from, where where is this machine gun fire coming from? Because I don't see it. Now, I did see two other videos where it looks like there was bullets coming from the fourth floor, and while the gunfire was going on, you saw light 
gun flashes coming from this room. I seen another video from like a 12th floor. And there was a video with a young lady saying, uh, no, there was definitely other people shooting because when we ran this way, somebody was shooting and coming in a different direction. So this one gunman theory in this room, I don't believe it. I just don't. And to be more specific, the pictures that came out with this gentleman's, no, with this whole ass nigga, I don't even know. Well, I don't know. He could, with the guy. He just escaped, go. The guy who died, these pictures, is phony. Fugazi. From his alleged suicide once he was done with his shooting spree? Yeah. And I'll tell you why. When you look at the picture, his head, I mean, his blood on his face, and you can see the, the, the blood puddle on the ground. It's like a dry blood puddle. Then it's like a medium dry blood puddle. Then it's a wet blood puddle. All in, like, it's like three different ones coming from the back. Like, did you wake, did you shoot yourself in the head, wake up, and then shoot yourself in the head again and put your head back in the same spot? Like, how are there, why are there varying degrees of blood puddles on there? Right. Also, you shoot yourself in the head and kill yourself, how are there three or four different gun shells, casings, on top of the blood, but not bloody or, or covered in blood? Right. How did that happen? How did you shoot yourself, and then you have... Three rifle casings on top of the blood, some on the dry blood and some on the wet blood, but they're not covered in blood. How does that happen? It's movie magic. We already talked about this season one when we when we found out that the government had a whole Crisis whole division actors. that that made these type of videos. It's movie magic, man. How do you get that many weapons onto the thirty second floor? of a hotel in Las Vegas. Can't, there, there's been no cameras from inside of the... There's been no camera footage from inside of the hotel. Uh, Vegas is the most surveillance city, probably other than downtown uh, Washington, D.C., yeah. in the country. It's cameras every fucking way. Because they're catching everything. You can't do shit on a casino floor in Vegas and get away with it. I'm surprised that we don't got... I mean, niggas sell footage to TMZ for Kevin Hart. <laughs> I'm surprised the video ain't hit him. Like, it should be... There's not one hotel camera that's caught this hotel, man. Hotel, gas station, bar, anything in the general area that just caught people. Or or better yet, they say Stephen Paddock, the, the alleged assailant, bought 33 guns within the past 12 months there there's nothing that goes off there's no type of background check that gets pinged there's there's nothing that marks this man when you buy 33 weapons in a year allegedly even allegedly like there should be something some central database that pings and goes off when you buying gun number 18 in 12 months so I'll give you an example. I want to open up a gun range, outdoor gun range. Um, if I needed to buy rifles, I'd buy a whole bunch of them. What does that mean? But you're a business owner also. Like, you're not just. I mean, it would go with my name, though. Like, it, it's a, you know what I'm saying? Unless you got to, unless you, to buy it in a business name, so to speak, you got to set up a trust, um, which they just changed last year, the rules of the trust. Like, it's not, it's, it go, it's going in someone's name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I went and I bought 18 ARs for an outdoor, I mean, outdoor gun range, like what does that mean? 
You know what I'm saying? Like I bought AT. Granted, yeah, they should. You bought eighteen fucking ARs. Yeah. Like maybe there should be maybe there should be a phone call. Like, hey, uh, Mr. Johnson, uh, everything all right? Yeah, we saw you bought eighteen guns. Uh, fuck is going on? Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a whole bunch of shit on this shit that just don't add up. It's real. It's real real fishy. Um, How do you shoot that many guns and it doesn't set off the smoke alarm? Where the rounds at? Because the pictures that they showed of the room and all the all these AR-15s, that's not even seven sixty two. Uh, <laughs> that's not even the same caliber of the gun that y'all said he was shooting with. Um, I go to the range often. If you were shooting for 10 minutes, nigga, that whole fucking hotel room is filled with shell casings. Hell yeah. It's, they, I mean, they're everywhere because them shits is spitting out everywhere. Where they at? Where they at, though? They don't exist. They never existed. Oh, man. This shit wild, man. No, it's not wild. It's the overlay for the underlay. Something else is cooking up. I don't know if this is if this was to take us take our attention off of something else. And then of course. Maybe off of Puerto Rico, maybe off of whatever forty five is doing. We could probably be at war in the next week now. Then we also then we always gonna have after this after shooting happens, then we have the whole gun control debate again. Well we shouldn't have you shouldn't have this, you shouldn't have that. So let's just take a look at some some numbers and shit, right? Every year, there's a certain amount of deaths that happen via gun violence. Two-thirds of them is from suicide. Suicide. Yeah. Not mass shootings, suicide. One person, one gun, one death. Yeah. And another large majority of those are from, like, domestic incidents. Uh, Husband shoots wife, wife shoots husband, individual joint. I mean, there is a very, 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 very small percentage of people who actually will end up getting killed from a mass shooting, which means you should not create legislation based off mass shootings if that's not how most people are in, who interact with firearms. When have rules and laws ever stopped niggas from getting their hands on guns? I, I struggle... On the logic side, I struggle with this conversation each time. On the emotional side, I, I 100% understand why people had this conversation, right? But on the logic side, you telling someone to create another law for someone to follow so we can stop gun violence. Well, if that's the case, we should just ban murder, and then this would be it, right? Right. Oh, shit. It, murder is banned. Like, it, it don't work. You can't make a law for people who don't follow laws. It don't work. Yeah, the street, the streets will always be able to get guns. I mean, it ain't good. I've lived in Detroit my whole life. Like, how how hard is it for you to wake up tomorrow morning and say, "I want to get my hands on an AR"? You could probably find one if you wake up at nine. You'll find one by noon. No, I, I won't even go that easy though. What? what what I'm saying is, if I had an intention to create, if I want to do a mass event, I mean, in France a few months ago, nigga took a truck and, and ran over 82 people. Like, Shit, not that long ago in Virginia, somebody took a car and ran, yeah, ran like, through the crowd. I don't have to do it with a gun, is what I'm saying. Yeah. What you end up going, what you, so it's like, well, well, what's the answer? Well, the answer is to fix the people. You can't fix the tool. You got to fix the people because it's the people. It's certain small majority. It's white males who are doing it. American terrorists. 
I mean, call them what they really are. I mean, look at all of them. Sandy Hook. I don't fear. I don't fear the the quote unquote Middle Easterns. Yeah. Because they they they've never done nothing to us. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't fear them because they ain't never did shit to me. Uh, I get more motherfucking fear from the people who been oppressing us. And I just say this: if you a black man, if you black and in America, you should never ever under any circumstances think about giving your guns up. Given the history that we have in this country, why would you, of all people, ever turn a gun over? So the establishment that has been our oppressors for hundreds of years tell you you can't have your guns, you're going to turn them over? Yeah. Fuck out of here. Never in my fucking life would I turn my fucking guns over. No, nah, not not no fucking way. We got, uh, it's just crazy. Yeah, never in my fucking life would I do that. Um, and you shouldn't either unless you're a motherfucking fool. Um, what up, niggas? Oh, we had some two days walking in the back. It wasn't no tiptoe about you. Wasn't no tiptoe about you. What up, though? Um, I'm not giving up shit, dog. I'm sorry. Um, I think every black man in the country should go out and buy them a rifle tomorrow. That's how I feel. Um, and I got stats to prove that the more guns that are in population, the less people die of gun deaths. I have actual proof. There's, it's like it's not a, it's not a theory. It's not a, it's a, it's a statistical fact. You know, I'll this is the safest time that we've been living in. Period. Gun deaths, murder rates, and everything is the safest time right now. It I don't seem it like, that way. But I it look is. at it like this. You know, when you growing up, what's the first thing you you become a certain age? What's the what's the first license that you want to get your hands on? You want to get a driver's license. Yep. Everybody you know, 15, 16, they're taking driver's training. They want to get a driver's license at 16. I think it's 18 now. You can get your license in Michigan. You can also get your gun license at 18. So why don't you just do both at the same time? I just to be perfect. You don't need a license to have a gun. Nah, but I'm just saying. No, no for real. You need a license to purchase a gun. I can give you a gun if I want to. At 18 years old, you can you can go out and buy a shotgun. So the law is for people to sell it to you. But if your father gives you a, a rifle uh, because on your 18th birthday that you ain't buy, there's no law that said, like, for example, the Second Amendment. It don't got no age limit on there. You got the right to bear arms. It don't say after you turn 21, you got the right to bear arms. After you turn 18, the right to bear arms. They got real clever with the laws and said you can't sell it to somebody under 21. But you can have it whenever oh, you yeah. want Oh, yeah. I to. mean, we both go to the range. And I know I've been at the range hella times and seen kids, 9, 10, you know, young kids learning how to shoot. I learned how to shoot shit. I was 9, 10 years old and I learned how and to I've shoot. I've been shooting something about 7 years old. And guess what? I ain't never shot up no fucking school no. <laughs> or a fucking a country music festival or no shit like that. It's crazy out here in the world. You can't legislate crazy. Ain't no fucking law that you can put in the books that's going to stop a crazy nigga from being crazy. It's just not going to happen. But if more people... I know this is not... It don't sound right, but it's going to say it anyway. If it was more people with guns, as soon as a crazy nigga starts shooting, there'd be more people shooting back. And I bet... 500 people wouldn't, allegedly, 500 people wouldn't have got shot if somebody was shooting back at them. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy at all. Nothing in the nothing in the history of America has ever changed without violence being in play. Period. And it's not going to, like, it's not going to start changing today. 
And for everybody be like, okay, I believe in gun laws, but I don't think you should have this, this, and this. Well, listen, we all protect our houses and our homes from different threats. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I don't need the AR for the dude down the street. However, when Uncle Sam wants to overreach and come into my and, and come across my front yard, well, maybe that's when I need it. Because the Second Amendment was put there so you, the people could keep the government in check. Because we just left there, just left a situation where the government got out of control and the whole Great Britain shit. We're like, fuck, we about to go over here, steal this land from the Indians and make our own. And it was like, we never going to have a situation again where the government get too much control and, they, and the people can't do nothing. So guess what? We're going to give you the right to bear arms and whatever the government got, you can have it too. So you keep us honest. That's why I got my Second Amendment right. I don't give a, I like hunting. Absolutely. I like protecting my family. Nigga, when you ever hunt? Last year, me and D-Mare went hunting. Going hunting again this year. What you killed? I put it on Instagram. <laughs> I actually had it on Instagram. But uh, I'm going deer hunting this year, too. Uh, I mean, I do all that shit, but ain't all, man. These motherfuckers is crazy, and I need to keep it, everything in check. That's right, just I'm me. With that. You ain't got to agree with me, but for me and my household, we strapped up. Is that is it time for the benediction off of that one? <laughs> yeah, man, it is. Uh, uh, before we before we end up, I promise this young lady I give her a shout out because we have Flaky Bakes on here earlier. Uh, came by with the with the pie keys and let a nigga get straight. I had uh, an experience with this other young lady this week by the name of Caked Up Kells. K A K E D U P K E L Z. Uh, she sells uh, natural hair care products. Uh, I saw a friend of mine had posted it online. She had like a whole product list. And uh, she rolled up on me, came to my hood uh, for my, my very small order. I can't even front like I ordered a bunch of shit. I just tried, I wanted to try out the beer butter because my, my daughter dissed me and told me my beard felt like a fucking Brillo pad mm-hmm. this week. So I said, maybe I need to do something to soften that shit up. So. I copped the beer butter. She pulled up on. Like? Uh, I posted. I posted on the shop talk page. I bought some. I, I went to. I bought some. Um, some beer butter from um, some young black girl um, at one of these. Um, you know the little pop up joints. Yeah, could be the same one. I don't know. Possibly, but uh, she came to my hood. Rolled up on PA to to deliver my order. I've been using the product now for a week. Uh, nice almond scent to it. Got my beer smelling good and fresh. Got a nigga face. You know, feeling moisturized and good. And like I said, just even for my meager order, she was kind enough to to come deliver for me. So I promised her I I shout her out on the podcast. I appreciate you. The product has been great. I look forward to continue to use her business. So, you know, we're all about empowering other black businesses. And uh, very soon we're going to drop some information on the page about our efforts to give back uh, a fundraiser that we've decided to involve ourselves with, Give Back for the D, coming up in December. Um, we got some uh, some dates coming up where we'll be on, on the radio around here in, in Detroit to uh, promote and talk more about our endeavors. So just look out for the flyer real soon because, you know, the holiday season is approaching and – Granted, that's usually around the time when people start giving back, but people need help out here. Absolutely. It's, it's terrible out in these streets, and we're going to do our part to to try and help out with these efforts. So, 100%. All right, man, give up your social. Uh, Dame Gone Wild, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, shit don't change. Uh, Jay Johnson, 313, Instagram. Um, 
Twitter. Go to Shop Talk Podcast on Instagram and go to shoptalkpod.com for all the audio and video and all that shit. And um, I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah. Peace.